Shut up and sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the soda is cold, the popcorn is hot. Are you ready to see the sexiest man alive? The bearded charmer. It is time to watch the one, the only, the guru, Brando Show. Hey, welcome to Positively Entertaining Conversations with Guru Brando and Sometimes Curious Guest. It's Beth. Isn't she pretty? She's pretty to me. Okay, so um, I was doing this thing earlier. I was doing these um, gold eye mask uh, collagen things that I sell in the shop. They're really gross, so I don't want to do it again. Um, but perhaps I'll air that clip one day. Uh, pretty nasty stuff, but I think that it worked really well. So I don't like touching it because of the OCD thing, but it worked. I'm digging the results, so maybe somebody else can just put them on me. Just a thought. Okay, so I want to talk about gossip and judgments and the line in the middle. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yes. Okay. So, what do you think people judge you on? Just off the top of your head, the very first thing, what do you feel judged about? Um, the way I look and sound. Okay. The way you look and sound. So, you would say that you're insecure with your voice and what? Your stature, your hair, your... What? I think it's more about my stature. Okay, so you're, so you feel insecure about your voice and your stature because you're trans. Yes. Okay, so. So you know, I think it's normal. <laughs> okay, well, you figure it's normal, but I don't typically feel insecure about it, and I'm trans. Were you ever at one point? Um. Oh, absolutely, but I, not whenever I was trans, or not after I came out, uh, which is the interesting thing. Um, as a woman, I was insecure constantly, but I was insecure because I thought I would somehow expose myself as a man, trying to live as a woman. So, like, I always felt like an imposter. Um, so, if I did something that went against what um, my little society of people thought was um, feminine, if I went against any of that then that would make me insecure. So I had to be like super, super feminine in order to feel like I was okay with it. Like that I wasn't an imposter. And, um, but behind closed doors, you know, it was the opposite. Yeah, you know, everything came off and, and the walls came down. So if you think of it in that context, how do you feel about now uh, looking at it that you it's not typical you said that you figure it's typical <coughs> why are you in particularly uh, um, insecure about those things what were you insecure about before so taking trans off the I table think that I was always sort of um, insecure about my stature because you know I was I was always don't babe huh don't wait. I was always, you know, just a, a skinny kid, you know. And even in the army, you know, I was one of the smaller people. You had to work 
twice as hard, you know, to get what anybody else got with, you know, what they do with half the effort. Okay, so living as a man, you felt too small, and living as a woman, you feel too big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, my whole life I've always felt too short. I'm 5'2", and um, I just deal with it. I'm fun-sized. And do you judge other people on their stature? Sometimes when you look I at do. someone, do you say, yeah. okay, this person is this? Sometimes I do. It's I don't know if it's if it's part of like how my military mind works, you know, um, where you know, look at things and identify and compartmentalize everything we see and everything that's to do a certain category. Yeah, that's to judge and, whether it's safe or not. And that's um, a trust issue. And it just sometimes it's it's. It's something that is obvious to me of them, so I know that I must be obvious to others. Okay, so if you stop and you think before you leave the house, if you go, okay, these other people are thinking the same insecure thoughts that I am, does that change your mind at all? If you knew that every trans person, because you said that it's typical, right? You did say that. You said that these are typical feelings. So if, if that was something typical for them, don't you feel like that might be something typical for other people, just in general population? Oh, absolutely. Other I mean, people you don't are, have to be trans to have you know, issues right. with your body. But the, yeah, we proved that because either way, you know. Um, but typically speaking, if someone else is, you're comparing yourself to them, then you have to say, if I feel insecure about these things, then this person may too. So when that person leaves the house, they're just as insecure as you are. They're not thinking about you, are they? Yeah, no. No, nobody gives a crap. And, <laughs> and if know. they are thinking about you, it's because they're not thinking about it for themselves. Like, they're not going, oh, you know, am I too, you know, tall? Am I too short? Am I too introverted am I too extroverted am I too aggressive or whatever they're thinking you know if they're wondering that themselves then they're going to observe it in others right you get that yeah yeah I think I started to to really kind of realize you know that like especially when we were all growing up you know we all sort of felt the same way you know in our in our own I guess yeah. world yeah and and it's not until later you're just like, you know, I find out he's like, you know, oh, that person, yeah, remember them? Yeah, man, they were so cool. They were, there was nothing they couldn't handle. And then you find that they were actually falling to pieces. Yeah, that it's like I, um, well, we did. We knew a couple of them, you know, that it seemed like they were from, you know, upper middle class, you know, one of the two, and they seemed like they had their college planned out they seemed like you know their life was just together yeah and then we find out that you know one of them kills himself and the other one you know runs off and joins the circus and it's like why did we not why did we not do one extreme or the other and why do we judge them on what they did at a, at a high because, school, I ran off and joined the army. Right, <laughs> and and I got married at seventeen, you know, and 
and then got divorced and then got remarried and then transitioned you know and of all the things people they look at me and they might sometimes see a trans guy they might see a fat guy they might see a bearded guy they might see a loud guy whatever they see what they don't know is i've been a lot of guys i've been a lot of girls too and um i worked in the chocolate factory i worked in the design room i worked at a florist i was a church secretary i um wow I worked at a wheel and tire place. Um, I also play piano. And they don't know any of that about me by just looking at me, right? Unless what? How would they know by looking at me that maybe I played piano or that I um, drove a Hyundai unless they saw it? How would they know that? If I, if I was not telling them, just looking at me, how would they know that? I wouldn't know. Well, you have to advertise it. So, that's what trends are. If you like Metallica, you wear a Metallica shirt. And then other people look at you and go, Hey, that person likes Metallica. I bet, you know, they like other type heavy metal groups. Right? So, you need to be able to judge others. But how can we ensure that others aren't judging us wrong? negatively how yeah, can we make sure it. that they're not judging us negatively because we're going to judge ourselves on every little thing we do until we decide that others aren't doing that and as soon as you stop judging yourself you quit judging others you quit seeing all that crap in them you know like if you told yourself right now i am an average height woman i'm an average size woman and you actually looked it up and you found out that indeed you were. What would that change for you? Would you still be insecure about your stature? Odds are yes. Yeah, until I got over myself and like, look, this is silly. It is silly. I'm just putting that out there. It is silly. Together we look like the number 10. <laughs> Dude, that's what we should be instead of Sunny and Cher. Oh Number no, 10. Sunny and Cher. I'll just have to drop some weight. I'm not shaving the beard though, so whatever. Uh, I'll get you a Sunny wig. But see, that's my whole point. I don't even care. You know, I mean, I do care. I care because it's fun. Um, but I don't care if somebody judges me for being exactly that or exactly this. I have totally learned that other people are judging themselves just as harshly as I am and in order to stop that judgment you've got to not be judging everything and everyone all the time and that's hard for people like us who have PTSD or other trauma you know and OCD it's it's hard not to judge everything all the time because for us it's hard to trust what we know what we see what we hear etc etc so I know that some of our viewers struggle with PTSD or depression, anxiety, whatever. Um, and we get stuck in judging stuff. So sometimes we're more cynical. Would you agree? Yep. What's the one thing that you know that you're too cynical about? Human nature. Mm -hmm. Today, as a matter of fact, I was, I was um, sitting in line at, at the school waiting to pick up Don't Oliver. Bait. And um, 
there was a car, two cars ahead of me. And they, you know, I'm not going to say anything political, but they were of a I certain. No, just keep going. And so they were smoking in their car, windows up and everything like that. And then whenever they were done smoking in their car, they opened the door, put the cigarette out on the little footboard there and dropped it on the ground. And I just thought that was in really poor taste. It is, especially at the school. You know, no matter where you are, it's in poor taste, but at the school it um, is. So <laughs> that's, but that's not an unhealthy judgment. Wait, though. Oh. It, it gets, mm -hmm. I almost grabbed my phone and went, and I was going to post that. I was like, oh, that's so classy of this person. Anyway, no, no, But then I, Rise I, above. I that's, that's mm -hmm. where I stopped. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I put my phone down, and I was like, oh. Oh, it's that womanhood. <laughs> yeah. I had to catch myself. Okay, no, so you're no. saying... <laughs> How did it get worse? Um, it, well, it was that that I almost blasted oh. that out, and I kind of felt like a shithead. I was like, who yeah. the hell am I? Exactly. Who the hell am I to judge that person? Because you and I have been there and done that. However, I'll tell you who you are. You're a concerned parent. Because our child, one of our children, I know, if they walked past some trash, would pick it up. Our kids normally do. And not to mention, you know, set a better example, right? We can all have those judgments. It's not fair. It's not fair for us to judge that person. And that's the acceptance. We accept it for what it is, but we just be a good example and we go and pick it up. If we, if it offends us, if it offended you because you were worried your kid would pick it up, then without question you pick it up. You don't blame the other person and say, you have to go pick that up. You just acknowledge the fact that they're not in a place in their life right now where they can act responsibly. Yeah. Right? And you and say, you I know was what? I in that place, too. You know, yeah, I was that's a smoker it. smoker. Mm, yeah. You know? Oh, but we usually stick them in our pockets, and then on laundry day, it was always bad because you would leave one or two in there, and it would make everything bad. Because even though we smoked, we didn't, like, have it on us. Like, it was, yeah. I think I'm I glad we smelled like an ashtray. We used to smoke. Well, I used to smoke two packs of Newports a day, and you smoked about a pack. Half a pack. Half a pack. She's lying. About a pack. I was. I was a Whatever. light smoker. Whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, and we would be so poor we would bust down and <laughs> dig for change in the car and go buy some jades. Those were some heinous, Those heinous were cigarettes. The days. So I'm I'm really glad that that's not a part of our life anymore. But I do still vape, and you know I don't care. Judge me if you want, but it is how I get through the day because I used to smoke two packs of menthol a day since I was like I don't even know I was young. So it's a uh, that is my vice, and I do judge other smokers. So we have that in common. I judge other smokers because we're fully aware now and it really is a choice and I know that I am vaping and I have a choice and that's why I judge others because I judge myself. I know it's an unhealthy habit. I know I need to kick the nicotine. I know I shouldn't be doing it. However, I'm just not willing to compromise it right now. I'm changing other stuff in my life. So one step at a time and when I'm ready, I'll do it. And it's the same and, thing that you've done too. You, know, you used are, to drink 
Coke all day long. Like, so much Coke. I thought your teeth were just like, oh, God, I can't think about it. It's freaking me out. Anyway, um, so now you drink lemon water. Lime water? Um, okay, lime, lemon, citrus water, whatever, frou-frou. Um, and how has that been for you, changing um, that? Um, I guess that, you know, the amount of sugar I cut out, you know, by doing that, you know, is it's really balanced to me out a great deal. So I'm not sluggish in the middle of the day. You know, I, I have energy throughout the day, but it's not until like maybe nine or ten I'm like start to wind down. Okay, so I now a, I don't have a crash point in the middle of the day like I used. So to. now that you've had the experience of you switching from sodas to water, when you see somebody else that drinks soda all day long, say for instance our kids or me, the past few days, what's your first thing that you say to them? Oh, if it's the kids, I'll I'll be like, look, that's enough soda. You need yeah. to have some water. Yeah, drink some With water. With somebody else, I'm like, <laughs> with me, yeah, go ahead. I know how bad it is. And, yeah, but I'm not gonna go preaching to other people. Hey, you need to stop. You need to stop. The that. reason you're you not to gonna go preaching to other people is because you don't judge yourself for it, and because you don't judge yourself for it, you're not gonna go preaching. But because I still drink soda. Yeah, you do, just not habitually. Um, excuse me, I just burped. That was so unladylike of me. I apologize. Uh, I feel sort of like a lady tonight after doing those things on my eyes. I look pretty. And um, someone most recently said that I was cute. On camera, not in real life. Literally, that phrase came out of their mouth. You're cute on camera, not in real life. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, I do want to say, see the shirt? I have to give a shout out to beautiful, beautiful April who gave this to me. And um, I wear it often, and Beth has one too. And that is true. I survived 2020. And that would be Mad Dog, Mad Dog 2020. And for people who don't know that, you can judge away because I used to be um, a thug. Yeah, I was a thug. That's Streets. the best way to put it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, speaking of, so funny story. When I got put into the ward, or when, well, that's the best way to put it. When I got put into the ward, I got put into Touche in Centerville. And for some reason, um, I was nicknamed Streets. <laughs> and it's funny because anybody who actually knows me just assumes that I've had a privileged life or, you know, I've always had someone taking care of me or something and they don't really know a whole lot about my life story or struggle. And these people saw me at my worst. This group of men who some of them had just gotten out of prison. Um, one of them was going back to prison. And so I was in with these guys as a trans man. And it was a really interesting perspective to realize that then, there where we're all vulnerable and all at our worst, there was no judgment. None. No one called me out. I wasn't threatened. I didn't feel anything but just support um, because it was a really, really super shitty time for me and for them, obviously. And so... I guess they got to know me a little bit and we had group therapies and stuff like that and so just right after meeting a couple of them they nicknamed me streets because they did not believe that I grew up you know in what we referred to as white bread uh, you know place 
And I didn't really, but I did. It could have been so much worse for me, and it wasn't. But anyway, okay, so that's that story. That's why she said streets. Yeah. I don't even really know what we were talking about other than judgments and gossip. We need to talk about the gossip part. So most recently, you and I had a conversation about one of our friends. Um, and this friend has been going through a hard time. And I think we both agree that um, the person needs more support in their life. And so when we talk about our friends, are we gossiping? It depends, I think, on what you're actually doing. Okay, so is the intent the difference or the action? Um, because it's, uh, you said it depends on what you're doing. I, honestly, I think it's the intent. Because if you're going, if you're not speaking, if, if this is something that's not in confidence, you know, because if it's something in confidence, you shouldn't be telling anybody else anyway. But if it's not in confidence... But what if in confidence, it's, it's an unhealthy issue? So if someone tells you something in confidence that they're really insecure about, and they're really insecure about it because it's affecting their life, mm -hmm. do you just hold on to it? Do you mm -hmm. not tell anyone else? If, if you can't resolve it within yourself, do you not seek out someone? The only time I would do that is if whatever they were telling me in confidence was something that was that could potentially be detrimental to their health. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I wouldn't breathe. I wouldn't want to say a word. If yeah, somebody says something in confidence, it's in confidence. Yeah, we're pretty confidential people considering, especially you who had your top secret clearance for so long. So, yeah, I still don't know a lot of secrets that I really want to know. But... Anywho, so the gossip thing, then, you believe it's the intent. Yeah, I think that if you take somebody's, you know, whatever's going on in their life, and then you spin it for your entertainment, you Ooh, know, I want to gossip about Joe. I want to gossip about <laughs> Joe right now. So, I have this bromance with you, Joe, and you know that. And so, is it considered gossip if I talk about you, or is it... Um, Adoration. That's a question for you, Joe. Is it adoration? Ooh, or is it could be obsession, too. Hmm. That's the wicked question, isn't it? So gossip, obsession, isn't that sort of the same thing? Gossip and obsession? Because if you're, that, yeah, if you're gossiping about someone... Of, of, there is a level of obsession. You yeah. Know, that you want to, you know, take somebody's name and just go on with it right if if it's a constant thought in your head to where it's affecting you then and you're talking about it clearly you're thinking about it right so which comes first the chicken or the egg are you gossiping because you're too invested in that person's life or are you too invested in that person's life therefore you gossip so if you're sitting here with me and I tell you all about Joe and everything that I know about Joe, then are you actually invested in Joe's life? No. You're invested in my life, right? Yes. But not Joe's life. Well, because I don't know him personally. Yeah, because he didn't invite you in. Yes. He didn't say, hey, you know, um, I want to be your friend. I said it. Do I have the right to do that? Do I have the right to talk about Joe without Joe's knowledge? I, I think there's, there's a limit. 
I think that some stuff is okay. But, you know, I think that, you know, stuff that goes into your, your guys' deeper friendship, I think... Deeper you, friendship, yo. You need to, you know, be be weary of, of, you know, what things you do share that, you know, maybe he doesn't want other people to know. Well, you know, what's great about being my friend is I don't remember half the crap people tell me. So, there you go, <laughs> Joe. You know what I have to do? I have to write notes. And I have books and books and books of notes. You're not in there yet, but you could be. You could be in there because if I don't feel like you're worthy, I think, if you're not notable, literally, if you're not notable, then um, you're not notable. So, you know, he is. Joe, you are in my notes on my desk. I do have your name scribbled out on paper. I don't want to show it because it's got other stuff written on it, but... Like addresses and phone numbers. I needed to clarify that. That sounded super sketch. So am I obsessed because I have information on him that he doesn't know that I have? Well, I'm sure he does know that I have it. Well, it depends on how you got it. Did you stalk I did it? not personally ask him. No, I did not stalk okay, it. Okay, well, then you're not obsessed. Then, he you? left hints. Just hints. You know, put A in, you know... It all together. I'm I'm pretty good at analyst. I'm I, I'm mar or analyzing. I married an analyst, so I'm just saying. You know, it's one of those quirky things. So then, gossip is with intent, negative intent. I feel like that's that's really what it is. It's it's what you're doing with the information. Okay, so if I were just sharing the information, then just so you have it. Just to say, hey, this is a part of my life, and he is my friend. If I'm sharing it like that, that's not gossip. Yeah, see, it's tough, isn't it? Because I, I what know. if I say, what if I'm like, hey, you know, Joe's having this barbecue. And, you know, with this barbecue, he's invited this person, this person, and that person. Then it becomes gossip. Well, I don't know. What really is gossip then? Because that's to me, the question. Did you, what do y'all think gossip is? Did you look up the um, no definition? that no we were going to so look it up and let's see. I want to know I mean, definitively. Let me see what gossip is. What is it? What is it to y'all before y'all find out? I want y'all to write it down. Write it down so you can share it with me. Take pictures and leave it in the comments of whatever you wrote. I'll look at the timestamp and everything. I'll know. Don't try to cheat me. Criminy, why is it taking so long? We need the Google in here. <laughs> it's an Android. Casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Ah, so it's the truth part. So it can't be hearsay. But therein comes the intent. Right, but it can't be hearsay, though. If that's the case, then whatever you believe about Joe has to come from Joe. Now, if it came from Joe directly to me, you have to be able to trust me. Right? Do you trust what other people tell you about other people? I know you trust me. Because if you didn't, we'd have issues. Unless I, I had a reason to distrust, which I typically don't. The people that tell me things that, that you know, 
that holds gravity, I trust them for a reason. So then what makes it, what makes you so insecure about your voice and your stature? Oh, it's just because that's part, if, of, that's part of my, you know, ongoing battle but, with negative self-talk. Okay, so the voice thing only you became insecure about after transitioning, but you weren't always insecure about that. No. Okay, but the stature thing you've always been insecure about. So, yeah. Yeah. so why? I want to know. I think I was, I just felt like. This is so nobody gossips. <laughs> They're getting facts. You're getting facts so you don't gossip. No judgments. It just, it kind of feels like that where we were a minute ago with, you know, I just, I didn't feel like I, I belonged in any world. Like I couldn't be, you know, really in a man's world because a lot of the stuff that, you know, guys were doing, it was a struggle for me, you know. Oh, because and, you were smaller? Yeah, and, and with the, the sort of things that I wanted to do, you know, I didn't. I, I wanted to run around. You didn't want to drive out. a fuel truck on a on an airport well, in Balad? That was one of the, I don't know, it was occasionally you exciting. You didn't <laughs> want to jump out of airplanes and oh, lose your glasses? Oh, I did. Well, I didn't want to lose my glasses, but I did want to jump. I always wanted to jump, though. When I was an infantry soldier, I wanted to jump. Yeah, it was stupid. It was a stupid thing to do. Uh, I'm just it's putting fun. that out there. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, um, I supported you then. Now I think it's stupid. Um, so with your stature and thinking about that, how do you get through that? If you feel like as a woman you are too tall, what do you I, do? I think about um, other examples. Like, you know, I've seen many you know, women that, you know, were probably well more masculine than I ever was. Name one. I want to hear one. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Say it. It's, it's, it's not, let's say it's not somebody, people I know personally. It's just, you know, when you travel to other countries. You, Come on. I want to hear you it. You see, you know. Kill it. Who say live, it out loud. You no, know, people <laughs> yeah. who live harder lives. You know, and they didn't. <sighs> yeah. They were more of a, a lumberjack type. <laughs> Is that what you say? Okay, so I've been in relationships with women, and, um, you know, I lived as a lesbian for a while, and I can tell you that I definitely 100% understand what you're talking about. So, if you think about that, do you think then that you might be misidentified as um, just a very masculine woman as opposed to a trans woman? I've thought of that at times. Like, especially, like, if I'm in Walmart. I mean, most of the time, I mean, you know, we have our masks on and all that, and I don't even care. Um, but it, the thought has crossed my mind that, you know, just in general passing, you know, people, when they see me, you know, do I look like, you know, just kind of a butchy girl, or or do I look like... Yeah, you know? and now you realize nobody cares, right? Nobody yeah. looks at you unless they're looking for no, a butchy just, girl or a trans woman, to which case... I need to know about that. No, it's just me transferring, <laughs> right. you know, my insecurities onto the general public. So, so you're aware of that now. Yeah. Okay. So, what if people gossip about you? What if right now they're talking about you and they're saying 
that person that looks like a trans woman they could be you know i'm sure that there's a couple of people that do probably talk you know mean about us so as an adult that, how do we deal with too far away so how do we deal with criticism um how do you deal I, with criticism i consider the source and what they're that's words the mean first to me. thing consider the source you know what do their words mean to me yeah what you know, gravity if if some some people that we know you know that we're not very friendly with if they you know came up and said some stuff to me it would it would mean nothing well you know but if you turned around and said some stuff to me that would mean something oh i'm important to you and to a few other i'm important to joe and to emily and to karen and to mandy and to chris at least i better be and a whole host of other people um if I feel like somebody's gossiping about me, what do I always say? There's something that I say all the time. You can't control what other people do. No, I say that, but I always say there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> Is that yeah, not? Is that not my rubber stamp? It's like that Howard Stern reference we were talking about the other day. And why do I believe that? Why do I believe there's no such thing as bad press? Because whether they're talking good about you or talking bad about you they're talking about you and it's their opinion right so it, really it means is. i've affected them if i have ever offended you it means you need to take a look at what i said and see if it applies see if that's why you're offended because typically i'm a very nice guy but i'm honest and you know i'm not going to pretend like uh it's okay to just invite me into your life and then be a poor example to me and everyone around me. I don't want to be around toxic people, so the choice is yours. I tell you the truth and you either use the information or you get butt hurt. But either way, we all learn and grow from each other and I do need to be kinder sometimes. But I would say overall, I'm an honest duck, you? Yeah. I think you're too passive. I think, um, you know, for, for a long time, you know, I, I kept, like, I thought that I was, like, the keeper of other people's feelings. Yes, gatekeeper. <laughs> and, um, it's like, you know, anyone around me is not going to feel pain. I'm not going to let it happen. Yeah. So, you know, you have to remember that if you're investing too much in somebody else's life, that's where you're too empathetic. If that's where you're obsessed, if you are investing more of your energy in finding out about that person than you are about finding out the truth, um, then there's an issue there. And we all know people like that. And uh, I was one of those people for a long time. I wasn't a stalker, but I was the person who wanted to know. I wanted to know ahead of time, what is this person doing? Um, but I'm not that person anymore, not at all. And I'm pretty accepting, so are you. But judgments, negative judgments, criticisms, it's the same thing. Um, judgments for our own safety, that's a survival thing. And you always have to ask yourself, why are you trying to survive? You know, if you are somewhere where you are scoping out your environment to see if you're safe and you're trying to read other people, because you feel unsafe, investigate why you feel unsafe, right? Because you shouldn't. You should be able to go and be around people that are accepting. <coughs> <coughs> and 
and it's your choice. You're grown. You own the people that you're around. And um, hopefully you gained something from this. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Just See? my love. <laughs> Did you gain just my love and, and my charm? Oh, that's, oh, that's the minimum. You have to actually watch it on, on the video before you see how charming I am. Remember, I'm only charming on camera. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. So, now that Just person's going to get teased forever, forever. All right, guys, thank you very much for watching and for being patient as this is running behind. But no problem. It's out there. And I want you all to comment and tell me, you know, what you think gossip is or what that line is or whatever. How do you... Um, how, how does gossip affect you? How do judgments affect you? And how are your judgments affecting others? All of that stuff's good info to share. So share, share this podcast, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. And this is Tuesday. So we will talk again on Thursday. I'm not sure I'm gonna, who I'm going to have on, but I believe that they're going to be small. So watch for that. Thanks guys. Thank you.